should have seen in the title unless you are like me and you just get so excited that we're on that you're like, click, I'm not even going to read. I'm just going to be there. Yeah. We're going to tell you what we're talking about. We're talking yeah. about, are you dead yet? No, I'm not. But yes, I am. Oh, but how? Oh, oh. <laughs> As you can see, we are here. <laughs> As you can see, we want you to be here. So what do we mean? What is coming out of your mouth right now? <laughs> <laughs> I want people to know we're not condoning death. But we are condoning death what? of something. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving a disclaimer. <laughs> I'm not condoning death. I'm just saying, what if someone was genuinely concerned? I love you. And what if they didn't have breakfast and they're not fully there yet? I understand. I've been there. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll explain. Joni's here. Buddy says, what is the benefit Hi. of purchasing a cow heart? Asking for a friend. Some people eat them. What if they need a drink? For the for the cow? Yeah. <laughs> what if you've got a cow that you really love? <laughs> Just saying. That's like taking it to a black market level right there. Like, hey, I, I need to buy a cow heart. I wonder if they have it. Becca says, that's what I do. I just share and click real quick. And Kelly says, I have no idea, buddy, but I'm going to ask later and I'll let you know. <laughs> Thank you. And then CJ's here and he, CJ, way to... Way to go. Way, way to, to go, dude. Way to hit the nail on the head. He yep. says, dead in the world, but alive in Christ. You got it, dude. <laughs> As a side note, maybe by the end of the broadcast, we'll share a fun picture with you of Buddy um, doing the you've got it, dude uh, picture. Um, if Mark and King can get Buddy's, that up. Yeah, Pastor doesn't like that picture. <laughs> Buddy put his face on top of Michelle Tanner. It's frightening. We can show you in person. Yeah. Text <laughs> us later. But no, today we are talking about uh, being dead <clears throat> to the world, but being alive yeah. in Christ. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha there. You were, you were almost worried, but not. <laughs> you were almost <laughs> gotcha. worried, but not. Yeah, don't be worried. We're fine. Don't be worried. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, we, this morning, like, just one of the things that the Lord has been talking to me about and on I think it was Wednesday during the word I had the mm -hmm. opportunity of sharing just what to do when change comes and a lot of that was trusting in God saying yes when he says when he says to do something and just really embracing whatever direction he gives so this morning I like in prayer this morning we were praying and I just I kept seeing like different things that we're pointing me toward, it's not me who's alive. It's not me, Barrett, who's facing something. Yeah. Old Barrett died, but new Barrett is alive in Christ. Yeah. And so today, like, I know that we've been laughing. And part of that comes from when you have a revelation and when you are just with him, there's a joy and there's a lightness mm -hmm. that comes because there's no heaviness in him. Yeah. But today we're talking about how... We are truly called to be alive in him, not yeah. of ourselves, but in him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been meditating on the same thing of just, there's really nothing to worry about. Yeah. Like when we get a revelation of this, there is nothing that we have to worry about. Yeah. No matter how big that it tries to be, that anything tries to be, um, <laughs> nothing 
even death and life pale in comparison yeah. to the victory that Jesus has and that he's given us. Yeah. Well, and so I was I was listening to Romans this morning while I was doing work, and I we got to Romans 6. I say we. The Bible we. app and I got to Romans 6 today. My Lord. <laughs> it says in verse 4, Therefore we have been buried with him through baptism into death, so that yeah. as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in the newness of life. For yeah. if, we've become un- if we have become united with him, in his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old self was crucified with him mm-hmm. in order that our body of sin would be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin, for he who has died is freed from sin. Yeah. So it's literally saying, okay, we're united with Christ, and yeah. because we're united with him, our old selves died on that cross. Like sin, death, curse, lack, anything negative, anything I've ever done that's been a mess up, that died with Christ. Yeah. But it doesn't stop there. And I think a lot of times it's really easy for us to just be like, okay, well, Jesus paid for my sins. But no, if if I was united with him on the cross and I died, then I'm also united with him as he came back to life. Right. That's why pastor right. will often, like, you'll hear him praying uh, when he's praying for people to be led to the Lord. You know, I am, see- or, and God raised me with him, and I yeah. am seated with him in heavenly mm-hmm. places. It's because it's not just the death part that happened. No, he raised me back to life, yeah. but it's not the old life that was in me before. It's Christ yeah. in me lives in me. Like, that's the part of me that's alive right now. Like, the part of me that can talk, yeah. I can talk because Jesus is talking. Yeah. Like, I can do things because Jesus is doing things. Yeah. It's him that's doing yeah. the living. Every victory that he got when he raised to life, he's given us. Yeah. We're not hoping to attain it at some point. He's already given it to us. It's already yeah. ours. We have the same the same victory that you think of Christ getting Victory over death, victory over sickness, victory over whatever it may be, depression, whatever it is, it's already ours. We don't have to, Lord, will you please give this to me? He's already given it to us. And we don't have to be in bondage to any of that stuff anymore. Yeah. Well, and it's, it really comes down, pastor's been talking about this more and more recently, and so has Brother Tracy, about how we need to get a revelation of who we are in him. Right. In him. And so often it's easy for us to separate ourselves. Like here's me and here's Jesus. But in him, the word tells us we live and we move and we have our Mm -hmm. being in Acts 17, 28. In him, we have our being. In him, we live. In him, we move. In him, we find out who we are. Yeah. And we're, we can't figure out who we are outside of him. And that's really, I think where a lot of struggling and opportunities to overcome come from is because we're not thinking of in those moments, we're not thinking of ourselves as being united with Christ. It's I'm trying to figure out how I bear it in the flesh can do what Jesus did in the spirit. And I'm not supposed to do it separately. 
Barrett lives with Jesus. So if Jesus can do it, so can I. Because yeah. it's not my strength that's called yeah. to do it. It's his in me, his yeah. through me. Yeah. Uh, it's not me who's doing the thing. So when yeah. God calls me to do something, it's not my strength I need to be dependent on or look right. toward. It's his. Right. He does it through me. In him I live. In yeah. him I move. In him I find my being. In him I overcome. In him I live yeah. in triumph. It's all in him. And it can't be done outside of him. Yeah, there was the other day I had, um, this was like a, a bit ago, there was something that came up that had started to frustrate me. And I felt myself start to get frustrated. Was it Marky? And oh, definitely it? Marky. <laughs> definitely. I love you. She's kidding. She's, she's right there. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the phone. <laughs> no, there was something that had started... To frustrate me, I felt myself just start to get irritated. I wasn't even totally sure why. I just started to feel irritated. And so I separated myself from it. And I felt the Holy Spirit say, like, it doesn't matter. Just put on joy. Yeah. But because I had already felt the frustration, I was like, because I've been a little irritated, I have to stay with this. That's the yeah. choice I've made. So whereas... You know, anyone else, they should put on joy. At this point, I've chosen irritation, so I've just got to walk this out. Is what <laughs> like ride out the irritation storm. Ride it out, <laughs> I guess. And that's what my flesh was trying to tell me. And Holy Spirit was being very merciful with me and was talking to me about how I don't have to do this. And of course, I know this, but it was just momentary that that he was reminding me of like, hey, no, you don't. Just in an instant, you might have like latched onto that thought of yeah. you have to be frustrated right now. But in another instant, just as quickly as yeah. it could feel to choose irritation, we can just that quickly turn from it. Yeah. And turn to, hey, I'm walking out who I am in Christ. Yeah. Not, that was the old me. Yeah. I started to go down that path again, but no, I'm not going to do that. And that, that's not even, like, my flesh felt like being like, well, that's ingenuine. That's not really how I feel right now. And, yeah. And that sounds true, like, true for a second. Like, yeah, that's right. That isn't how I feel right now. That would, I don't want to be ingenuine. Except for the fact (laughs) that he said we are not our flesh. So if your flesh may be feeling ingenuine, whoop-de-doo, but that's not you. And that's a rhyme. Whoop-de-doo. That's, you could put that in the comments. Buddy, can that be our new shirt? The flesh isn't you. Buddy, I would really like that to be our new shirt. I'd like that yeah. to be our first Lunch Plus shirt, actually. Please. Whoop-de-doo. The flesh isn't you. Um, um, W-H-O-O-P. Whoop-de-doo. I'll let you get with Marky on that. Yeah. She's the grammar person. She can She can spell. <laughs> I just I we're I love we're putting you. it into Siri right now. He just asked Siri to spell <laughs> whoop de doo. But no, it's true. Like you're not your flesh. No. You're not how you not just you, we. We're not our flesh or how we feel. Yeah. We are in him. You know, in yeah. him. And the more the more I think about it, it's one of those thoughts that at different times has overwhelmed me just yeah. because of how vast it is, like how yeah. big it is. And there's that lie that exists in the flesh of I could never be that. Like right. he's so good. He's so perfect. Yeah. He's so great. 
Like, I know I'm supposed yeah. to believe this, yeah. but this seems like I can't do it. Yeah. And even in those thoughts, that's still looking at flesh. Yeah. That's looking at self and not at him. Yeah. Because he is our anchor. Like, yeah. you, when you read through the word, one of my favorite things to do when I have the time to, like, just sit down and just truly just be in the word is to look at all the things that God says he is and all the things that God says I am. Yeah. And, like, particularly in Psalms where it talks about how, you know, in him I am the apple of his eye. Like, he yeah. is my strong tower. Like, I go to him when I need refuge. Yeah. I can hide in the shadow of his wings. I'm protected. I'm seated with him. I'm, like, all of these things, none of it is God thrusts me ahead of him to pave the way for him so I'm, like, the the battering ram so he's perfect and I just take all the hits no it's god protects me yeah. god covers me god desires for me to be his and yeah. the more the more we think on that and meditate on it the more real it becomes yeah and the less that thought has the thought of i could never be that good can stand because it has nothing to do with us like, yeah. it's true. Barrett on my own could never be that good. Sure. But it's not Barrett who lives. It's Christ yeah. who lives in me. Yeah. Christ is the one who's leading me to triumph. If right. any, if there's anything good in me, it's God did it. God's the one manifesting it through me. Yeah. It's him. It's yeah. him. Yeah. Once again, that's looking at the flesh. That's thinking that we are our flesh. Yeah. And that's been such a habit. Like, I know it's been a habit for me sure. in the past. I'm sure someone else has dealt with that. Sure. But we are not our flesh. Yeah. We've got to stop that thought in its tracks, thinking, I can't do it. Well, you are not your flesh. You yeah. are in him. The flesh, you couldn't do it. But that's not who you are yeah. anymore. You are in him. When we we have been born again, raised again yeah. with him, we he has made us equal as sons and daughters of God. Yeah. The flesh isn't equal. The real us is. And that's who we've got to start recognizing ourselves as. Mm-hmm. As not the flesh. We are not our flesh. Yeah. We are sons and daughters of the Most High. Yeah. We are righteous. He is in us. Yeah. All the power that Jesus has. He's given us. Yeah. All of it. He's given it to yeah. us. And we, what, what I think ends up happening is we end up analyzing what we're capable of by what yeah. we see. Like, yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's just what happens. That's what we've done. Yeah. But so in prayer this morning, one of the things that the Lord was talking to me about, there's been stuff you and I have talked yeah. about just something upcoming that had been a pressure or, sure. or a concern sure. that I'd had. And so in prayer this morning, the Lord was showing me basically, I don't know as though it was a hundred percent like visions of what this event will look like, yeah. but I saw it from a totally different perspective. Yeah. Um, and I saw like this situation as being very peaceful yeah. and being great. And yeah. it was, it was very contradictory to what the world has reported. Yeah. Um, and so, or what the world has reported typically happens. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm looking at this and I like, I'm being filled with this sense of joy, like this yeah. sense of excitement almost yeah. over something that most people dread 
and yeah. are like just really concerned about. And what I saw was I saw like the I saw Jesus like in in what I was seeing. I saw Jesus like put his hand on my shoulder. No, not on my shoulder, on my back. Sorry, I want to be exact. Yeah. But I saw him put his hand on my back and it was like just peaceful. Peaceful, yeah. peaceful, peaceful. And in that moment immediately what came up in my spirit was is this really what I've been scared of this whole time? Like, is this really yeah. what's been fear? Like what I've been afraid of? Like yeah. this is peaceful. Cause it wasn't me and what I was seeing. It wasn't me doing it. Mm-hmm. It was Jesus empowering me to do it. And yeah. I'm like, I'm literally sitting there praying, watching this play out. And all that came up to me was that verse in Isaiah 14, 16, when it's talking yeah. about Satan being thrown and exposed for who he really is. Because we we can, yeah. it's so easy for us to identify, well, that's a bad thing. That's a scary thing. Like Satan's works are evident. Yeah. And what, it, what does it say that they say when they see him? Talking about Satan, it says, those who see you will gaze at you. They will ponder over you saying, is this the man who made the earth tremble? who shook kingdoms, who made the world like a wilderness and overthrew its cities, who did not allow his prisoners to go home. Is this the one that we've been scared of this whole time? Yeah. Is this him? That's what came up to me this morning as I was praying. Is this really what I've been afraid of? This thing that God in him, he's made a way for it to be peaceful and wonderful. Is this really it? And it like, rose this indignation rose up in me this morning of oh heck no no stupid no not not I'm not calling her Abby stupid at all like that just the thought of I need to be afraid of anything or anything would has a right to fear to cause me to fear is so stupid because in him he's overcome the world you know in first John it says he has overcome the world so we have overcome the world so any situation we face no matter what it is no matter what anyone else's testimony of that situation could be Mm -hmm. no matter how we feel about it no matter what we can see on it if I'm in him I've already overcome it and I have a right to look at that thing and say is this really what you are that you little tiny peon of nothing you really are gonna try and make me scared like that's what's happened at the altar so many times over the last year or so is the Lord will minister to me and on the ground I will see in the spirit like the Lord laughing and I'll see in the spirit from the position that I'm in in heaven, not here, but from a heavenly place. And I'll look at that attack or that pressure or whatever it's been. And it's nothing. It's truly nothing. And that's when joy can come. That's why in Psalm two, four, it says God sits in the heavens and laughs because compared to Jesus, compared to God, no attack has any right to touch you, be on you or be near you. Is that really the biggest thing you've got? Is that really the scariest thing you've got? I've already defeated you because it's not me doing it on my own. I'm in him. And in him, I'm covered in him. I'm protected in him. I go through in him. I can't lose in him. I go higher in him. I am secure. And when we're in him, we are untouchable. We're in this force field of protection that God has created for us to exist in that purifying, refining, protecting fire. Nothing gets past that. 
He's an all-consuming, devouring fire. I don't die in the fire. Anything that was designed to hurt me dies outside of the fire. If it tries to touch me, it gets burned up because I am kept in the center of who he is. The devil already threw everything he had at Jesus. And in an instant, he defeated him. Yep. In an instant, Jesus defeated the worst that the devil had. Yeah. That already happened. Yep. And not only that, he went down to the devil's house. Yeah. And he took back everything took that he still back had. What he stole from me. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were like singing this morning. Marky popped her head in the window. She's like, yeah. Yeah. We were like beating our feet and like keeping beat and stuff. It was great. But it's true. Yeah. He defeated him in an instant. Yeah. He went down, took back the keys of death, hell, and the grave, and he's given us all of that power. Yeah. He's given it to us. There is nothing that the devil has like, well, I was holding back this one thing. Yeah. No, he threw everything he had at Jesus. Yep. Everything he had, and that didn't even hold him down. Yeah. That could not even, well, it was a real struggle, but I finally won. That's not what Jesus said. Yeah. (laughs) No. He defeated him in a moment with glory, with great glory. Yeah. And he gave us all of that power. He's not holding anything back. Yeah. And if he has the power and he's given us the power of life and death, then what are we facing on a day-to-day basis that is worrying us, that is causing us to stress? Yep. That's causing us to meditate on more of that than the goodness of God. Yeah. The devil is so tiny and puny that all he wants to try to do is deceive. He wants to try to make issues that are this big look huge. That's all he can do. All he can do is try to make small issues look like big issues. Because all the victory is already won. Every issue is already solved. Every issue that may try to come up in your life is already solved. Yep. Every issue, no matter how big or small, it's already solved. Yeah. All he can try to do is deceive us. All he can try to do is try to make us think, well, maybe not this one. Maybe God doesn't want me to have the victory yeah. for this one. Maybe this one is too big for God. And the truth is no, not at all. Yeah. Not by a long stretch. Yeah. Well, and there's a reason that like different songs that talk about the power of God. Like yeah. I, I know that the one we were just singing can be like a sillier one, but truly like when songs or, or declarations of the power of God come up about, you know, he went to the enemy's camp and he took back what he stole from me or, you know, it, death could not hold him down. You are the risen king seated in majesty. You know, anything yeah. about Jesus and the power of God, there's a reason that that connects in our spirits. Yeah. And it's because our spirit man knows that's truth. Yeah. Like I am a powerful being because I'm connected yeah. to Jesus. It's that reminder and that stirring in your spirit. It's not Abby and I right now trying to like put on and like get real loud for it. But when you talk about who we truly yeah. are in Christ and the power that's yeah. available to us and the victory that we already have, something triggers in our spirits of, no, that's who I am. Yeah. I'm not going to be Thomas who needs no. to touch the hands and feet of Jesus to value 
validate that he rose. Yeah. No, I believe that yeah. God raised me from the dead. I believe that Jesus has made me one with him mm -hmm. through his resurrection. I believe yeah. that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me. I believe that the power of God lives in me, flows through me, comes out of my mouth, comes out when I speak. When I lay yeah. hands, people recover. I believe because I'm one with him. Yeah. And there's something that to the world that scares them almost yeah. because, and I've had people say at different points in time, like, well, that's irreverent. Like you're basically calling yourself God. I'm not God, the <laughs> father, but I was made to be one with God, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I'm one with him yeah. the same way that I am George W. Nower's wife. I am the bride of Christ. Yeah. So I belong to Jesus the same exact way that I belong to George, but more so because yeah. Jesus is my Lord and he is my savior. And yeah. the same power that belongs to him belongs to me. The same power that belongs to George belongs to me. I wield our credit cards, yeah. debit cards, like they're mine. Because they are. Yeah. Just because George's name is on it, I have rights to use those yeah. things too. So when I go shopping, I don't think, have I earned this food this week? No, no. it's my card. It's yeah. my money. I'm going to go shopping with it. Yeah. Because George has given me access to it. It's yeah. the same way with the things of God. Yeah. And well, do I have, have I earned this victory today? Yeah, I have. Cause Jesus did it for yeah. me. He did it for me. So I don't need to earn a thing. Yeah. I just need to walk it out. Yeah. That, oh, that's what was coming up to me is so often he'll try to deceive and make us think, well, that it depends on us. Yeah. Like, well, I just, I haven't earned it. I haven't been walking my life that long following the of Jesus sure. or anything. Or I messed and, up too bad yesterday. Yeah, that I earned the points. I got irritated a little bit. <laughs> I don't deserve to walk in joy. Whatever the lies are. Yeah. Because once again, that's going back to what we were talking about at the beginning, looking at our flesh, not looking at Jesus. Yep. And our identity is in him now. It's not in the flesh. That's not who you are. That's yeah. not who I am. I am not my flesh. Yeah. I am more Jesus then I am my flesh. I yeah. am with Jesus. I am no part of my flesh. I have no part of my flesh. Yeah. I have what Jesus has given me, and that is all of him. Yep. All of him. Yep. For all eternity. That's all. Yeah. That's it. I don't have to worry about, well, have I done everything perfect? He died for you. He died for me when we were at our worst. Yeah. When we were at our worst, he said we were worthy of his life. That's when he chose to die for us, not yeah. when we were at our best. He chose to give us all of him, everything, all the victory when we were at our worst. Yeah. So if he gave it to us then, how much more is he going to give it to us now? Yeah. All we've got to do is rely on him. Yeah. All we've got to do is look to him, not ourselves. Yeah. Just him. Well, and it really goes... Uh, all this week has been so interesting to how you can tie every single message back to what yeah. Pastor Nicole preached on Sunday because everything is rooted and grounded in love. Yeah. You know, it's the love of the Father that allowed us to be one with Jesus. Yeah. He didn't have to do that. He chose to make us one with Jesus. That's why he sent him. Yeah. He sent Jesus so that Jesus could bridge the gap so that we would have access to the Father. 
That's why Jesus came, because the Father longed for us so much that he was willing to send his unique, perfect, precious, only son so that way he could reap us. And that thought in the flesh of, I messed up, I'm just not worth the sacrifice of Jesus, that's the part that's looking at the flesh and not seeing us the way that Jesus sees us or the way the Father sees us. As, As you were talking what it reminds me of is, you know, our, our daughter's going to come in literally less than three weeks. And when she comes, I am sure, I'm, I'm not believing for, but, you know, statistically speaking, I'm sure there will be a moment where she blows out her diaper. And will that be a fun moment to have to clean? I mean, I'm probably not going to love it. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I could. But my guess is that that's going to be kind of gross. And I know this is a little bit gross, but when our flesh has done something that we feel embarrassed about or shameful for, we feel gross. Like when we are looking at ourselves, we feel gross and embarrassed. And that's what Adam and Eve did. They ran and they hid because they're like, I messed up. But here's the thing. What am I going to do? Am I just going to let her sit in that? No, that's, I love her too much already to just allow her to sit in a mess. I'm going to pick her up because I love her. Clean her because I love her. Give her a new diaper because I love her. Clothe her in things that are proper for her because I love her. I'm not going to even put dirty clothes back onto her. I'm going to put her in something new, something clean, something pure because I love her. And I am a a spirit that has a corrupted flesh, but God is perfect. So no matter how much our flesh wants to focus on, I messed up and whatever, God sees past the mess up and he's already looking to the cleaning part. He's already looking to, I don't even care about that. I want to get you clean. I don't care about that. I want to get you clean. That's God's heart. Not how badly you think you missed it. He doesn't care about that. He doesn't care how long or how short, how quick, how fast things can get done. He just wants you to get clean. Yeah. That's it. Because he loves us so much. Yeah. But the longer like Adam and Eve hid from God, the less likely he could actually fix it for them. Yeah. You can't fix what you're not able to fix, you yeah. know? And if like if Abby's in a mess and I see Abby's in a mess and I can yeah. help Abby with her mess, but Abby doesn't come to me, then I literally can't do anything about right. it. But if I if she'll say, "You know what, Barrett? I need some help." Then praise God, yeah. I can inject that help to her. Yeah. But I can't do it unless there's that willingness to come and look past the moment and say, I need help now, and God's so excited, because his love for us is that pure. Well, think about the prodigal son. The dad didn't go after him, because God's given us free will. Yeah. He gave his son free will to come to him or not come to him, and that was not the father's fault for not going after him. That was the father's love to give him free will. Yep. At that point, it was the prodigal son's choice to come to his father or to stay in the pig pen. Yep. And he could have easily said, I'm not worthy of my father's love. I'm going to stay in the pig pen. But that was the worst decision he could have made ever, ever. But we see when he chose to come to the father, even though he had messed up. And even though he still didn't feel worthy. He didn't feel worthy at all. That's why he offered to come back as a servant and as a slave. 
I'm sure he still stunk. Yeah. I'm sure he still smelled like the pig pen. I'm sure he still looked like he had been living in a pig pen. Yeah. Eating food from the pigs. Yep. But he came, when he came to his father, his father didn't say, no, I want you to sit in this mess. I want yeah. you to apologize and sit here in this condemnation. Yeah. Feeling horrible for a while. And once you really feel bad enough, sit in that for a while, then. Feel bad enough. Yeah. Then That's maybe, what our flesh would do. Yeah. Then maybe I'll give you the clothes of a servant. Yeah. And maybe you can earn back the love. Maybe someday. Yeah. You can earn enough love that I will give you clothes like you used to have. Mm -hmm. But no, that's not what happened. No. The moment that the father saw that he had made the decision just to come back to him, he said immediately. Yeah. Immediately, go get him the best clothes. Yeah. Go get him the best food. Go get him my stuff. Go get him the best. Yeah. Not because he had earned it. Not because we in ourselves have earned anything, but because he loves us. Yeah. And for the son to say, no, dad, I need to sit in this would have been wrong. For him to say, no, dad, I don't, I haven't earned any of that would have been wrong. Mm -hmm. For him to turn that away would have hurt his father's heart. Yeah. To not grab a hold of the promises that he had for him. Yeah. To not grab a hold of the love that he had for him. Well, that's why in, in Hebrews 4.16, it says, Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, so that way we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Yeah. That verse isn't there solely when we're doing everything perfect. The context of that yeah. is we're to draw near to that throne. We're to come boldly before the throne of grace yeah. when we need help. Yeah. When we need him, yeah. he says, that's when you come to me. When you need me, come to me. Come boldly to me. Not fearfully, not timidly, not like, okay, God, are you busy right now? Like, because I can come back later. No, mm -hmm. you burst into those doors like a kid who knows that the house is his. Right. Like, I, oh my goodness, if you've ever been with Lucas Stephen Wright <laughs> and Luke like is, is feeling, feeling it that day, mm -hmm. he's not just like walking into a room. Like he is bursting that door open and truth. is like <laughs> skipping and singing yep. and like having himself like a little dance party as he's coming yeah. in. Why? Because he knows this is where I belong. This right. is my home. These are my people. My right. dad is here. My mom is here. My family's here. I don't have to be ashamed even when I mess up. Yeah. I don't have to be ashamed in my home because this is where I belong. Yeah. We belong in front of the king. Yeah. We belong in the throne room. We belong at his feet. We belong going to him and saying, yeah. Lord, I need you. And it doesn't say that the Lord chastises us for needing him. Yeah. It says we find help. Right. When we go to him, we find help. Yeah. So even if we have felt overwhelmed and pressured, like I just told you with at, with Abby that I had had different like f concerns and fears and pressures try to come up surrounding a situation that had been there. But what did I need? I needed to come before the throne room of God and say, Lord, I need you. Yeah. I need you in this. I need you to show me yourself. I need you to make this plain and clear to yeah. me. I need your help. And he's faithful and he's just yeah. and he's kind and he's good. 
And he'll do the same for you no matter what it is. Yeah. No matter what it is, no matter how big you feel like you've missed it, how small, in between, God has a way of escape planned for them all. Yeah. For all of them. Yeah. This instant. Yeah. This instant. He's not waiting. Yeah. Well, there will be a better time to apologize later. Yeah. Well, just not right now. Things are too bad right right now. now. (laughs) Come back later. No. Working on bills. No. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) He wants us to come to him now. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. You don't have to earn it. Jesus already earned it for you. So we just need to stop trying. We need to stop trying to earn his love. Stop trying to earn his blessing. And we just need to come boldly before him and say, Lord, I am not who I, who I've thought of was. I'm not what I see. I'm beyond that. I'm not what I feel. I'm beyond that. I am one Mm -hmm. with Jesus. Who he is, is who I am. So help me to see that way. Yeah. You know, that's why the Ephesians prayer, Ephesians one, Brother Hagen, actually, he prayed this every day. And like, if you read through his books, many, many of his books talk about the importance of praying out this prayer. So if, if you don't, if you don't know how to pray, maybe you've never really prayed before, then I would encourage you start here. Go, go real quickly to Ephesians one. If you have your Bible in front of you, if you don't, there's an app. And if there's not, you can use Google and type in Ephesians 1 (laughs) and it'll pull it up in Bible Gateway. But in Ephesians 1, in verse 17 through 19, it says, Pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge mm-hmm. of him. And I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe? These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might. Yeah. And then if you look down verse 22, it says, and he put all things in subjection under Jesus's feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Yeah. So when we're praying, you know, Lord, I thank you that you give me a spirit today of wisdom, revelation in the knowledge of you. Help me to know you, Lord. Help me to have that wisdom. Help me to have that knowledge. Give me revelation of what being in you really is. Give that to me. Give that to my family. Give that to my church. Give that to my life group. Give that to my friends. We need to see. We need to know. Give that to us, Lord. And then you go into 18. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you'll Mm -hmm. know what is the hope of his calling. Lord, enlighten my heart to hope. Give me hope today that I know what your calling is. Give me hope about the riches of the glory that I have in you. Help me to see what the inheritance of the saints is. Lord, give me wisdom and understanding of the surpassing greatness of your power toward us who believe. Lord, and I thank you that all of this is done in Jesus. It's already been handed to him. And if it's in him, it's in me. So Lord, give me these things to see. Help me to know 
know them. Help me to have them. Help me to walk in them, Lord. Help me to be who I'm called to be. And that's how you can pray. It's literally a transcript. You go into the word and the more we pray, the more we believe, the more we will see these things come to pass. You don't have to figure it out on your own. It's literally pray it out. (laughs) Like it's right here. It's in the word. So just pray and ask. And the word says, if we ask, the door will be opened. It'll be answered. It'll be given. All of his promises are yes and amen. Yeah. So today you don't even have to do it on your own. (laughs) You can literally just go and say, Lord, I have not seen how I can be one with you, but I, I want to, I want to. And as Abby prays, you know, we're going to pray that the eyes of your understanding are enlightened today, that God grants to you a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, and that you walk out the fullness of who you're called to be now, not tomorrow, now. Yeah. Amen. Well, just as we pray, put faith on this, put faith on this, whether you feel it or not, whether you feel anything Right now or as we're praying or not, we're not led by feelings. Yeah. We're not our feelings. And I'll say, I didn't feel anything through this whole word until right then. Yeah. Like, even though the anointing was there, and I know the anointing was there, it wasn't until right then as I was praying that I could sense tangibly the anointing. Yeah. And even if I didn't, we would have kept going and it would have been fine. But the Lord honors regardless of whether you feel it or not, for sure. That's a great point, babe. There's so many times we come into here, and I'll just like say today. this. Like today. <laughs> I'll just say this just to encourage real quickly before we pray. There, like today, for instance, but way more than today, that we'll come in to do the word, yeah. and I have felt nothing. Yeah. Like Brother Hagen has said, if I went by my feelings, I'd think I was backslidden. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when he was praying for people. There, yeah. It, the feelings will try to lead wherever, but we can't, we have to choose by faith. No matter what I feel, yeah. I'm, I'm going to lean on the word of God. Amen. Today, I did not feel anointed when we started this word. Sure. But we're not led by our feelings. Mm-mm. We're not led by our feelings. That's a great point. So just as we pray, whether you're feeling anointed or not, doesn't matter. Yeah. Put faith on the word that God has put in our hearts today. Put faith on the word that God's put out here for you today. Yeah, It's yours today if you'll grab a hold yeah. of it, but it's a choice. Yep. Just like we were talking on Monday, just, just do it. You can do it. Just grab a hold of it. Yeah, I can do it. I've just got to grab a hold of it yeah. by faith, no matter what we feel. Yeah. So Lord, right now, right we now. grab a hold of everything that you've given us. We grab a hold of the righteousness that you've given us. We grab a hold of the love that you've given us. You've given us everything. You've truly given us everything. You've given us all victory. And we grab a hold of it now by faith. By faith, we grab a hold of the righteousness that we have in Christ. We grab a hold of it right now. In Jesus' name, we grab a hold of the enlightenment that you've promised us. Yeah, thank you, Lord. We grab a hold of the hope that you've promised us, the riches of the glory of his inheritance. We grab a hold of it now. Yeah, thank you. We grab a hold of it right now. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Lord, and we thank you for every person watching. I ask, we ask in the authority of the name, 
Open every eye now. Give us the spirit of wisdom, revelation in the knowledge of you. Help us to see who we are in you, not apart from you, in you. Give us insight now on what that looks like. Lord, we are not separate from you. We're in you. I thank yeah. you that there is a tenacity and a fervency on the inside of your men and women who are watching this word, whether it's live or in the replay. I thank you, Lord, that there is a fervency that says, I'm not my feelings. I am the word. I'm not what I feel. I am him and I will choose accordingly. <clears throat> Yeah. So, Lord, let that become real to us. Yeah. Help us to walk out that decision today. 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 And just to say that out loud. I'm not my yeah. feelings. I'm not my feelings. I am Jesus. I am Jesus. And that may feel sacrilege. And I get that. But you're not you. Yeah. You are him in you. So, Father, yeah. right now, I thank you that I'm not Barrett. I am Christ. Yeah. I am not who I have felt like I am. I yeah. am you. And when I speak, I speak you. Yeah. When I think, I think you. When I decide, I decide you. And when I walk, I walk walk with you. Yeah. I am one with you. Yeah. You are one with me. And Lord, today, as every person who makes that decision does so, I ask for an abiding presence of God to yeah. be in their homes, in their vehicles, wherever they are now yeah. in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for doing it quickly in Jesus name. Amen. 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 There was, there was something on that. What what you prayed out of being one with him, he had, he had spoken to me earlier this week. That's cool. I had already prayed that out earlier this week because it's what he had been speaking over this week. That's cool. So as, just as confirmation, you are, put that in the comments. I am one with Christ. Yeah. If you are saved, you're one with Christ. No matter what you did yesterday, yeah. today, whatever, I am one with Christ. Yeah. And that's what he's saying for you. Well, and that's what, you know, Brother Tracy had a word from the Lord back in September about the importance of us understanding the name. Yeah. You know, when you get married, like for women, not dudes most of the time, but when women get married, we take on a new name. Yeah. You, male or female, the word says there's neither male nor female in Christ. When you become born again, you took on a new name and it's the I am. You took yeah. on the name of Christ, the yeah. name that's above every name. That's who you are. So when it's, it's not, and I say this because I know, I know it can feel weird. And to the religious mind, yeah. it's a weird thing to be like, I'm one with Christ. That's, that seems weird. I'm not God. You're not the father, but you are truly one with Jesus. And you've been given the same power, the same authority. Yeah. So you have a new name. You're not yeah. even who you thought you were. You are one with yeah. Christ and you're in the name, kept yeah. under the name, protected with the name, wielding the name. Like you have a weapon, a keeping and a covering in that yeah. name. And so you're, it's not Barrett Diane Nower. It's I am in him. My name is <laughs> yeah. Christ. I yeah. am him. Yeah. That's my name. That's, that's why wherever we go, <laughs> we're called to carry him. Yeah. That's why wherever we go, he says, go. Preach the gospel. Yeah. Win souls. Pray for the sick. Raise the dead. Not because we're going and we're carrying whatever we have in our name. We're going and we're carrying all 
that we have in his yeah. name. And that is everything. It's literally how he sends them. In yeah. my name, you will yeah. cast out devils. In my yeah. name, you will handle deadly serpents and scorpions yeah. and they won't touch you. Yeah. In my name. Because it, it's not because of your flesh or what you've done. Yeah. It's because of him. It's because of him that we're able to go. You can go right now. Yeah. Knowing the righteousness that you have in him. And do it. Because yeah. it's him. Yeah. It's not, it's not the flesh. It's true. It's him. Yep. So you've been given a new name. Yeah. You've been given a oneness with Christ that yeah. no, no logical understanding can even begin to explain. Yeah. So walk it out today. Amen, Marky. I was just about to tease you. She says, I have a new name, and it's not Gwen. It's Jesus. That's the new name I gave Marky was Gwen. Good job, Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> she shouted from the back, I'm Jesus. <laughs> Well, we love y'all. Thank you yeah. for being on with us today. You know, if you've received, if you, if you know, you know, I want to partner with this word, then yeah. a great way to partner is by sharing the broadcast. You know, we yeah. give this word to you as a seed. We want this seed to be planted so deeply in you yeah. that when the thief comes to do as the word says to steal that seed, to destroy it, that he can't even find it. He yeah. wa we want that seed to be planted in you. We also want it to be grabbed a hold of by others. So if you will share this broadcast today, send it on Facebook to somebody. Text it to your friends. Put it on TikTok. I don't know how TikTok works. I was just about to be like, put it on TikTok. I don't know if you can do that. Put it wherever the youngsters are now. I don't know. The youngins. The youngs. The youths. <laughs> put it where the youths are. But truly, send the word to someone you know because it'll minister to them and help them. But yeah. you can also partner with us yeah. by sowing seed into this broadcast. Seed is so easy. Like, and that's the thing. Yeah. That's another avenue that our flesh tries to make really hard and complicated. And yeah. well, what if I don't have enough? What if I, what, whatever. You're not your finances. Yeah. That's the thing. You're not your job. You're not your own supply. You're not your own source. We're, mm -mm. I'm not my own source. Mm -mm. We have the supply of yeah. Jesus. And what sort of supply does Jesus have? Yeah. You know, his father with his spirit made Saturn that literally the rings of Saturn have gemstones floating in them. Mm -hmm. There are planets where it rains diamonds in the atmosphere. What sort of supply is at Jesus's yeah. disposal? Yeah. Because if it's at Jesus's disposal, it's at my disposal too. Right. It's at my disposal too. So when you're sewing today, don't sew out of logic. Don't sew out of comfort. Mm -mm. You know, I'd encourage you today. Ask the Lord, Lord and truly ask the Lord, not just a, Lord, what do you want me to give? Oh, okay, cool, thanks. But like truly, Lord, yeah. do you want me to sew today? Yeah. If you do, tell me what you want me to sew. Yeah. I will be obedient because it's not even mine. Right. And you gave it to me in the first place. You can replenish it just as easily mm -hmm. and more so. So yeah. I'm going to trust you. And whatever he says, do. And, yeah. and it's him who is able to make us rich and add no sorrow to it. Yeah. It's him who causes us to be blessed to be a blessing. It's him who causes us to have an abundance for every good work. That's yeah. his doing. But when you partner with him, you are literally giving him that legal access to come mm -hmm. into your bank account and blow it up with the glory of God. 
not blow it up like explosion, bad death, but to literally take what was in there and cause it to rise like it was super inflated with like the super active yeast that makes like bread go massive. Like that's that's the image I had in my head is yeah. you could either have like a little tiny mini cupcake or you could have like this great big massive thing yeah. of bread. I would rather, honestly, I'd rather have bread all the time, but that's yeah. just me. And now we're talking about food because it's about lunchtime. <laughs> But truly, you can partner with the word and allow him to add himself to what you give. Not out of your flesh, not out of compulsion, not because you feel like you have to, Mm -hmm. but because you love and trust him and you're going to watch him work in your life through it. Right. Amen. 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 Well, he promises those who sow will reap. Yeah. When you plant a seed, a harvest is going to come back. Yeah. So if he's putting on your heart... It's only for increase. Amen. It's only for increase. He never asks us to sow something because he wants to take it and it'll be our decrease. Yeah. <laughs> That's not in his character. No. That's not in his nature. He's never once asked that and he's never once going to do that. Nope. So if he's asking you to sow something, it's for your increase. Yeah. But we're, there is no compulsion. There is, if there is any pressure you're feeling, it is not from us. Yeah. It's not from Holy Spirit. So... If if you feel led to sow, then great. Yeah. And if you don't feel led to sow, wonderful too. We're yeah. just making it easy if he's putting it on your heart. Yeah. And and that goes back to what Abby was talking about with the prodigal son and the dad. You know, the dad didn't make the son do anything. It's entirely at your heart. So if yeah. your heart today is, I have leading to give and I want to yeah. give, then look, so many easy ways to do so. Sweet. You can go to giveww.org. You can scan the QR code. You, we have so many different ways. Yeah. Venmo, Cash App, PayPal. We have Tithely. We have the, all the things. You could also mail a check if you wanted. We have people who do that. You yeah. can mail it to P.O. Box 1515 Albemarle, and then the zip code is 28002. Um, the, Again, there's so many different ways to give. But if you are giving today, we just want to thank you right now for it and then also bless it. So, Lord, bless every seed that's coming in right now. Bless the sower. Bless them, God, in Jesus' name. We call every seed blessed pressed down, shaken together, running over. Let it quickly return back into their hands, Lord. And not just back into their hands. Let it be an increase Let it be beyond their expectations of what increase could be because you're the God who does exceedingly, abundantly beyond. So Lord, we thank you today. And in advance, we give you praise for the seeds that are coming back as harvests. We give you praise and glory on behalf of our partners and the viewers of this broadcast who have sown today. Thanks be to God who is leading Boomerang and What's Right's partners to triumph in Christ. And we call them triumphant sowers in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, we love y'all. Thanks for being here today. We will not be back on Monday. We're actually going to take a week off. Uh, and Buddy can tell you a little bit more about that. But we wanted to let you know that don't look for us like live in studio Monday. We'll have something for you Monday. But it won't be like us right now. Yeah. But we'll let Buddy wrap up. You can also watch more broadcasts as well. If you're finished with this one, just click through to the next one. And literally, we have hundreds. Leave yeah. us comments. Send us messages if you have anything. Share testimonies with us. We love hearing from you. And be blessed. Yeah. Hey, guys. Thank you for joining us today for Lunch Plus. It's been a good day. And I'm really excited to let you know that next week, 
we will be airing some of our favorite broadcasts uh, next week. So we, we will still be having Lunch Plus. It's going to be awesome. The song that was in my head, because when you, that was a good word, by the way, guys. You did great. The song that's been in my head is, I give you glory. Hey, I give you praise. Hey, because my enemy will not triumph. That was actually really great. I enjoyed that. But next week, uh, we want to let you know, we'll be airing some of our favorite best words. Uh, if there's a specific word that you want to see again, put it in the comments right now, um, and we might have that next week. But guys, we love you. Also, we wanted to let you know that Easter is coming up, and so we want to let you know that our... Ooh, hello, look at that. Uh, mark your calendars. On Saturday, April 16th, we will be having uh, an Easter egg hunt. I'm excited. And we also have our Easter service that'll be coming up on Sunday, April 17th at 10 a.m., if you're looking for someone somewhere to praise God or someone to praise God with on Easter Sunday, you are more than welcome to come here to Boomerang. Guys, we love you. We will uh, see you next time that we see you on Lunch Plus. Love you guys. Have an awesome weekend.